Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Our feature interview, thanks to Ryko Filters, the professional choice. And as always, before we get this great man on, we have to give him a proper intro. And he picks up where he left off. Shane Van Gisbergen makes it a double victory. Last time out of Mount Panorama, he did it, and he's done it again. Shane Van Gisbergen is the winner at Sandown after 36 crazy laps. Shane Van Gisbergen greets the chequered flag for yet another victory. It is race victory number 54 for Shane Van Gisbergen. Yes, it was a very dominant season last year, and uh, he looks to go back-to-back in a fairly new-look Red Bull Ampol racing team. So please welcome back to the driver's seat the one and only Shane Van Gisbergen. (laughs) Hey, guys. Hey mate, how you doing? It's uh, been a while. It's been a while, and we've had a bit of an off season. Did you? What did you get up to? Did you? I know you didn't go back to New Zealand. So uh, what's uh, what was on the agenda for you over Christmas and and New Year? Yeah, I um yeah stuck here, which was a shame, but um all wasn't bad. Bought a bought a dirt bike and lived on that a fair bit, which was pretty fun. But um yeah, um haven't stopped riding like two or three weeks ago and started getting ready for the season so gt3 or um gen 3 test days and then and the main supercar as well so started to get busy again and clearly uh you haven't gone mountain bike riding because you haven't got a broken collarbone well, certainly we haven't gone collar you haven't gone mountain bike riding not, with stevie j I, I noticed you didn't get a send an invite out for a motocross <laughs> riding with stevie j <laughs> no, not, not, a bad, not a bad <laughs> um uh, Shane, you have just returned from Taylor Bend up on the socials. We saw that you were having a bit of a skid in a GT car. What's all that about? No, doing the Australian Championship again this year, so should be should be pretty good with um, Prince Jeffrey again and and the Bathurst Twelve Hours. So yeah, he he hadn't driven since last year, so he's come back over to Australia. And uh, yeah, we had two days at Taylor, or one and a half. We got rained out on the second. Um, but yeah, it's good to get some laps before the racing starts for him. All right, mate, have you seen Steve Johnson recently? He is half the man. I know he is. He is gagging for another drive. Do you reckon you could slide him into the seat of the uh, of the GT car? Because he's lost. He's well, lost about twenty five kilos. Yeah, yeah. Well, when we see each other a month or so ago at the server, I bumped into him. Yeah, he's looking good. A lot of training, which is. Which is awesome on uh, on a mountain bike, which I didn't get an invite for. But <laughs> <that's good. laughs> hey, last time you come mountain biking with us, mate, you ended up maybe a little bit injured, but you ended up winning the championship, so it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it's not all bad luck. <laughs> I, I, I want to ask, mate, because in the lead up to this week, every time I see you being interviewed or any of the other drivers, to be fair, you all get 
ask the same sort of questions. You know, what do you think yeah, about so the season going for? Yeah, exactly right. Exactly so, I mean, I, if, if folks, if you want to hear Shane Van Gisbergen and answer those questions or answer those questions, jump onto some <laughs> other website and have a read. But I want to know in, in the lead up to the last couple of, or not the last couple of seasons, really pre-COVID, you were the everywhere yep. man. You were driving GT cars overseas. You were doing a whole bunch of stuff. Now that Rich Uncle Roland has stepped back out from the the daily running of the team, are we likely to see you go back overseas and do some more GT stuff and and you know international rally stuff or any of that kind of thing? Well, I don't think it has anything to do with um, Roland. <laughs> it's more, uh, <laughs> more COVID. The last couple of years put a stop to it, which is a shame. But, yeah, this year I, I hope to. Um, I hope to do more rally in New Zealand and then maybe some GT stuff overseas. But, yeah, it's still a few restrictions to commit to anything, but it's, it's looking promising. Well, mate, speaking of rally, you are um, going to debut this year in the yep. in the ARC in a Skoda um, in Canberra. I mean, that's uh, – I think your co-driver's Glenn Watson. Is Glenn Weston. Glenn Weston. Glenn, Glenn Weston, yeah. yeah. So he's, yeah. he's multi-time um, Australian champion, three times, yep. I think, with Eli Evans. And then, you know, the car's a top-of-the-line R5 car. So I've certainly got no excuses with the team around me, Race Talk in Perth as well. But um, really – it's you know it's only my first, or it'll be my second proper rally, um, so it's going to be quite tough jumping into the Australian Championship in a top line car. But I just um, yeah no expectations or anything. Just go and have some fun. And as you know, Dad Dad's background is rally, um, yeah. and I've always wanted to do it like he did. So yeah, it's it's a great opportunity for me, and hopefully have some fun and put on a show. But man, it's it's, it's, I'm under no illusions. It's going to be pretty tough. <laughs> is, is it going to be much different too? Because we know, I know you did a little bit of uh, off-road rally stuff in, in NZ. Yeah. Uh, was that last year? Last or year? Yeah, started last year. Started yeah. last year. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, obviously, that's and that was. It was almost like you did the same the same sort of course each time. It wasn't yeah. different every time you went. Like a, almost like a like hill climb. A rally. Yeah, like a hill climb yeah, style yeah. thing. How do you reckon, I mean, can you do anything on your sim? Can you change the handbrake and muck around with that and, and sort of get used to that's what you've got to do in, in this uh, in this Skoda, in the ARC? Well, yes and no. Like, I ended up, yeah, it was a rally sprint in, a, in the main rally class in New Zealand. I, I did end up winning, but I guess people just remember that. But a rally sprint is completely different to a rally. So having someone yep. sitting next to you and telling you what corner's coming up, what direction, the tightness of it, what's coming up next, like the variables of an actual rally are, are bloody tough. So it's yep. probably just me trying to keep everyone's expectations in check, really, because <laughs> I, I know I can drive it, but I have so much to learn in how to prepare for a rally and the pace notes and the recce, recce yep. runs through the stage and stuff. Like it's a it's a whole other world that I is so distant from what we do. Like, you know, if we make a mistake on a corner, we... You know, we think about it, and when we come around a minute and a half later, we get another crack. But, you know, when you're in a rally and you, you muck up a corner, that's the only time you go through it. You've got you to gotta get it out of your brain and just carry on and not lose any confidence and get the next yeah. corner right. Like, completely different. And I, th- I think, um, you know, speaking from a, a slight bit of experience in a rally, I haven't done a, a dirt rally as such, but yeah. I've, I've competed yeah, in quite a few targets. Yeah, similar yeah. thing, you know, you... you there's so much going through 
with your navigator going to you and telling you what to do. I mean, and you've got to process that. They've got to be the right timing for you, you know, like your timing yep. might be a lot different to Eli Evans was for him. So there's a lot of stuff that you both have got to try to gel with quickly to be able to get the most out of, of you and him. Oh, no doubt. Like, and it's, um, it's a partnership or a relationship that's going to be super critical to learn what each other likes and what phrases mean what. Like, I have to understand all the calls that he's making and how he's describing the corners we have to come up with together some words that under you know you can't just call it a left you know you have to have to talk about the radius if you can cut the corner or not like there's so many different things to describe a corner to be able to hit it with confidence and get the get the most out of it so um i think i'll be simplifying a lot of that stuff just to (laughs) take it easy but um, I hopefully can learn and build up, you know, for, for later events. Um, speaking of extracurricular driving activities, uh, one of our regular listeners, Ben, uh, who's in Brisbane, he's just texted in and said, Evening, boys. Can you ask Shane if his racing extracurricular activities would include some drifting again, either here or in New Zealand? Oh, yeah. Well, I hope. I was hoping to do World Time Attack, but that's actually when the rally is. So, yeah, I don't have any any drifting stuff planned. But if he's got a car and some tyres, I'll be happily wear them out. <laughs> be happy to burn them up. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Ben. Send us a note if you've got a car. Yeah. Um, it's actually speaking of speaking of that sort of stuff. I I don't. I'm not sure if you've ever been asked a question like this. If you could. If you could go back in history, Shane, any race car that you know, love, any format, any category, what is Shane Van Gisbergen's dream car? What do you look back and think, oh, God, I'd just love to have driven that? It might be the supercar. Who knows? But what, have you got yeah, a dream yeah. car out of history that you'd love to have driven? Oh, it would be the early thousand supercars. Yeah, that's what made me fall in love with the sport and the drivers, you know, like, yeah, there was big differences between the cars and stuff but you know that was the the biggest era i guess of the v8 or that's what made me fully interested in it so you know if i was maybe um you know 15 10 years earlier and in the peak of that time and in prime of my career that would be an awesome time you know those battles with ambrose gacy and murph and stevie j in it a few times like that was a cool era. <laughs> I was very rarely in it. I was just bringing up the back mark. It was a fair race to the drive through mate. Let me give you the strength. <laughs> hey, mate, is that, is that why, because you, going back, and you're not, you know, you, you're still a young bloke, so going back yep. and you love those older cars, those older races, um, is that another reason why you're so uh, hell-bent, like I am, and like 99% of Everyone. the drivers are, is to keep these, yep. obviously, new cars you know, manual. So you actually have it to physically change gears and actually have technique in your pedals and your heel toes and yep. all that. Is that why you're so you're so vocal about not going to the the uh, paddle shift and all that sort of thing? Well, yeah, and, and and I watch. You know, you can can appreciate GT car on board, but like when you watch the TA2 when we were first doing the engine testing, uh, it had a basic sort of paddle shift in it, and it was just boring to watch. Like the engine was mm. engine was really good. It sounded cool, but you know, the down changes and watching the driving was just boring. Um, and, you know, nowadays you've got the, the gear shift. Everyone has a brake bias beside their gear lever and everyone's got two roll bars and seeing the drivers adjust that. And, you know, even back at the start of my career, the, I had a year of that H pattern. And, yep. you know, people would go from sixth to first or sixth to second or 
you'd be like Murph. He would go down every gear, left foot braking. Like there was so yeah. many different wow. techniques and ways to do it, and it was just awesome to watch. I used to love all the different styles, and even now, like you know, I go down the gears. I can go three at once. You know, you skip through. You see a few guys do that, or you're locking brake and you drag the car in on the clutch and stuff. There's so many different techniques, and I think um, I think it's just awesome to watch. And you know, as I said, you can appreciate a GT onboard, but it's just not the same watching someone and you know someone fully busy in the car is really really yeah. cool to watch. Uh, well, I'm like Michael Caruso. Yeah, <laughs> he's the king of down changes, isn't he? <laughs> Can Mate, change if I drive like him, I wouldn't laugh a lap. I'd be yeah. <laughs> worn out. <laughs> yeah, but as I said to him when he was on the show, if you've got to have someone cutting the tomatoes in your house, you want him to be doing it. He's got the fastest hands. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah. I don't want to talk about SMP. It's the start of the year. We know it's going to be racing. Hey, we've had but... about 800 SMPs since you know yeah. the beginning of 2021, we have. haven't we? Yeah. So... But what's your feeling for the season, Shane? I mean, uh, you know, you're now a two-time champion. You're a, you're a Bathurst 1000 champion. How's the mindset coming into this year, knowing that it's the last year of these cars and then going into Gen 3 next year? You, you, you're still pumped and you're still excited and, yeah. and still ready for the, for the year ahead? Yeah, I, I'd use the word focused. Like, I'm just, you know, as motivated as ever to go out go racing and get good results and I feel like I've been working quite hard but we've had a lot of changes in our team and I think it's it's been good but quite an intense adjustment you know learning uh, my new engineer Andrew Edwards he's really really sharp guy and but just learning what each other likes and the phrases we use and stuff so we can be as ready as possible this weekend but yeah from what to expect I got no idea like you know our car's still going to be a good car um, even with all the team changes we've got a great base to work on from last year um and you know this track didn't really suit us last year so it would be great if we could only come here once um we'll um see what happens for the rest of the year but it would be good to start get some results and build the momentum already or build the momentum as early as we can like last year yeah i mean obviously you did that last year didn't you you've smacked off six wins in a row but you know for, for me looking from the outside in i know there's been a few changes and and everyone always, you know, puts spotlight on that sort of stuff. Or, you know, we're yeah. not going to here because, mate, you, your first championship, you it was the first year at Triple Eight. You know, everyone was new for you. So, you know, yeah, it's it's just all about how you can get everyone together and get the most out of yourself and them as quickly as you can. And you know, all you've got is a new engineer. So, yeah, obviously some new people in, inside. But for me, you know, they're still one of the. You're still going to be one of the strongest teams on the grid by a mile. So it's um, it's one of those things that, you know, as long as your head's right and you've had a good, you know, lead up to the start of the season, I think that's really what's the most important. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think the same, you know, but everyone else out there is, you know, going to be beating the chest and saying that, but we'll just, we'll just focus on our thing and try and be there every race. I think that's the thing. you just got to be there and if you're not, make the highlight reel. Yeah, <laughs> do, so, do something to get on. TV. Like driving through yeah. your boss's your boss's door, or you're about to be your boss's door, or <laughs> yeah. do that to Brock. No, I'd love me. that. If... It was always him that was hitting me. <laughs> well, that's right. True. If the young, if like if the if Brock Feeney and you teammate, if he gets up around you, if he's there, and he could be, we'll have to wait and see. Yep. Um, I'd love to see you just box him up a little bit, just box his ears, <laughs> give nah. him a real welcome to the category. That'd be fun to watch. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think that'll happen. I know. <laughs> I know he'll be up there. He's good enough yeah. to be, and and he's got all the equipment and the team around him. But yeah, yeah, you, 
I, I know what it's like when you're a rookie and you start, or when you're early in your career and you start getting up front, like, you know, the established guys don't don't really like it. It takes a bit to get their respect. So I'm sure, you know, you've got to race them clean and fair and get up there as early as you can, but um, it won't take them long to get respect from those guys and to become established. But early on, mm. I'm sure you'll get pushed around. People will try to take advantage of them. <laughs> you know, probably some jealousy as well, jumping straight sure. into the series and the best car, you know, for yeah. sure. People will think like that, but um, yeah, he's he's got awesome people around him, good team, and a good family too. So he'll be fine, mate. Uh, obviously, kicking off the year, let's hope we can have a solid year. Not like we've had, you know, the last two years where it's been really unsure. Interrupted. You know, yeah, we can see you in, you know, as we're going to see rally cars and GT cars and drift mm. cars and doing what you do best. We love what you do, and uh, you know. And and we know that you're you're at home and you're the happiest when you're in behind a wheel. It doesn't matter what it is. So, uh, actually, speaking of speaking of that, are you are you looking at doing the six hour again at Easter? Oh yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, in the yeah. Beamer again. Yeah, right? awesome. Going to have to defend that title. So uh, I was figuring that uh, that'd be another one on your agenda. So uh, no, that's cool. So it's it'd be good to see you in all facets of motorsport again. Just uh, just having a crack and, and doing what you love. So yeah, are you going to have a race at it? Oh, I'm going to see. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. No, but, you know, the problem that I've got is I've got a little junior burger next to me, Jet Johnson, <laughs> oh, yeah. that wants to take every seat that I've got or or have had. Yeah, yeah. So so if, if it's not, quick. yeah, if, if it is, which is, which is an issue, it's an issue for my bank balance that he's getting fast. So let me, let me ask you, let me ask you as the, as the round table here, just a few mates. We've seen you, and I say this with complete respect, Steve Johnson, we've seen you over the years fluctuate perhaps with your weight. Uh, now that the Junior Burger's coming up and trying to take those seats off here, is this latest uh, health get up trying to get you back into the chair saying, listen here, sport, I'm still fit enough, I'm ready to go? Well, <laughs> you know, well, we are, we are rebuilding one crashed Kubota Trans Am Mustang. Be nice, be nice. Uh, and once that's... <laughs> finished being rebuilt, it'll be like brand new. And, and I've been maybe given the heads up that I could have a drive oh. for a round. And oh. if I do, oh. I'm going to beat that little turd. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, it's, it's not too many interviews where the interviewee then turns the tables on the interviewer. So you, <laughs> I know. you've done pretty well there, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to see it. It'll be good to watch. Well, mate, you've been extremely generous with your time this evening, so uh, uh, we'll let you go, man. But uh, thanks so much for joining us on the driver's seat to kick off the season, and uh, good luck at Sydney this weekend. I know you've had a lot of practice there, as is almost half the uh, field. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but good luck, and uh, go well this year. Thanks, guys. Speak to you soon. <laughs> Shane Van Gisberger joining us here on the driver's seat. Jeez, he's a good lad, isn't he? he oh, is. yeah, he is, and he's... <laughs> when you When you listen to a lot of his interviews as we said Steve and I, Steve J and I were just talking before we came on air here and just said let's not do this like a normal interview because as let's I said ask about, they're just going to ask all the same questions who's your biggest yeah who's going to be blah, the biggest blah. all that kind of crap and he and understand I shouldn't say crap understandably that's what you do we're starting the start of the season so but uh, he's not the sort of bloke that after those questions being asked 25 times is going to give you a great answer. I'd just rather talk to him about some other stuff so we get to know a little bit more about Shane Van Gisbergen because yeah. we know what he does on track. He wins championships and Bathurst and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. uh, so he is a good lad and, and uh, I'm, I'm glad he 
likes talking to us on that level as well. You it's know good. what is, Nimsy and Matty, you know what is a worry for everybody else yeah. is that he's had a great uh, off-season. Yeah. He's had a great lead into the championship <laughs> and he's focused and he's happy and he's and ready be to racing go. racing other things. That's a bad Look sign out. for everybody else. <laughs> uh, Shane Van Gisbergen was our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask a mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.